Yo! What up? Well, as we start this podcast, it's 8.48 Chicago time. Breaking news, and I know most people listening probably don't care, but it's big news for us. Dwayne Wade <clears throat> is apparently signing with the Chicago Bulls at the age Coming of 30. <laughs> the, Coming home, babe. Uh, the, it's a homecoming. The age of 34, and after all the shootings, I was going to say, there's probably going to be riots today in Chicago. And, and I'm guessing... Maybe now it's a financial. celebration. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Now it's a celebration <laughs> instead of riots. It's a celebration, right. bitches. The city's now happy. I got to say, I've, I've, I've always loved Wayne Wade. You don't want to ask me. I've always been And I've always, I've always thought he was a much better advocate. I'm a representative of the city of Chicago than Derrick Rose. I never really, I never really liked Derrick Rose. I never really enjoyed him. Well, D. Rose was always uh, kind of a little bitch, even though he always like, yeah, uh, my son, all I'm worried about right now is making paper and my son. Whereas Wade is like, I run this shit. No, I disagree. D. Wade was all about getting everybody to go to Miami. Yeah, they came. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, base. He made them come to him. He made LeBron his bitch. He made Chris Bosh his bitch. He just said Miami is where every hot woman in the entire world lives. Let's just all come here. Well, we can can either go to Cleveland or Toronto or Miami. Which team do you guys want to play? Well, they could have went anywhere. They could have went to New York. They could have had that trio in Chicago. They could win anywhere. I was excited as I would have hoped you would be about Dwayne. No, I am excited, but you guys are making it sound like Jordan's coming back. I mean, let's not get. Well, it's not Jordan. Let's not get out of hand here. I mean, it's the next best thing. Oh, no. Wait, hang on. It just said said Heat sent Heat make three years, $75 million offer to Wade. Bulls now off the table. No, off the table. Wow. That's not true. I'm, 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 I'm on. <laughs> they just want to ruin You're Sam's. Right. Right. want to ruin right. Sam's party. I was going to say, if that's... that was the case, I would love. I never liked you, Wade. I was talking <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's how Sam is. He would have turned on him that quick, literally. What a little bitch. That's not the right thing. It's a done deal. So it, it is happening. You know what's awesome? Know, Here's it, Sam. Wait, hang on. With, with Dwayne Wade and Jimmy Butler. And Rajon Rondo. Rondo distributing the ball to those two guys, those two scores. You got to say, base a squad of the, of D Wade, Butler, Rondo, Meritage, and Taj Gibson is a pretty good team. Yeah, I, I think I I think with with those two guys, with Wade and, and Jimmy Butler, with Rondo distributing the ball, and let's not forget, I know Rondo's not a very popular guy, but he did lead, lead the league in assists last year, so I think he's a good compliment to those two players. This team could really compete. They're not going to win the title, but they could definitely compete in the East. I don't see any reason why they can't yeah. compete with the Cavs. At least get to the Eastern Conference semifinal. After uh, D Wade signs this deal and then tears his hamstring at uh, media day, then we'll have this conversation again. Exactly. And it's finally, the Bulls finally have an elite player. And, and I know he's old, but they finally have a, a marquee guy. I know Derrick Rose was, but not for the last like four years. So yeah. the Bulls finally got a free agent, even though he's old. In 2010, you remember what he, D-Wade did? He lied. He used the Bulls to get more money from the Heat. He completely- yeah, I never believed that. I never believed that. <laughs> I always believed well, the media made that up. Well, I will say this. Over the last couple of years, the last, I would say the last real year, the, the bait of Chicago is really who is the Bulls team as a butler. Or is it D Rose? Now it's clearly going to be D Wade's team. Yeah, it's not even still not Butler's team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the conversation is over. Yeah, 
Well, anyways, I'm sure a lot of people don't care about the Bulls, but it's it's a big signing for us. It, it's kind of like if, um, you know, when Durant went to Golden State, only not as good. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in San Francisco, people, you're probably super happy. Yeah, people aren't screaming championship right now. We're just saying we look better. I love anyone who complains about a basketball player, and this goes for anything. Okay, if you work at Target and Walmart offers you a better opportunity, you're going to go to Walmart. And what, what, and and Target fires people all day, right? So if you want to go over to Walmart and better your situation, whether it's, let's say the Walmart is in a nice neighborhood and the Target's in a shitty neighborhood. For instance, let's call Oklahoma City the shitty neighborhood and let's call San Francisco the good neighborhood, right? Would you rather be, would you rather work in the, the shitty, yeah, would you rather work in the shitty neighborhood or the good neighborhood. I'd want to work in the good neighborhood. I'd rather live in San Francisco than Oklahoma City. Base, you lived in Oklahoma in uh, what? Oma- oh, no, you Omaha. Lived, no, no, you lived in Omaha, in Nebraska. Omaha. Sorry. That's not even close, right? No, not close <laughs> <at> all. <laughs> I forgot you lived in Omaha. Yeah, so, well, the difference is one of them has a sports franchise. But you had them Huskers. Yeah, but I, I, think, I, I think I'd still take Omaha based over Oklahoma City, even without I, 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 But Abe makes a fair point. I've heard a lot of people say that, but you're not really talking about everyday jobs. You're not talking about every guys. I mean, these are people that are living a dream come true. Be like, Who cares? Hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you the real life monopoly, and you can own Boardwalk, and you can play with all the pretend money in the world, and it's gonna be real for you. It's different. See, these guys are living different lives. I, I, guys, I, I see both of your points, but the one thing I will say, based and you've seen this happen before, is the fans expect the players to be loyal to the team they support. Exactly. However. When the player's career is winding down, nobody really seems to complain when the owners just dump the player like... Let me make it very clear. Let me make it very clear to you, Base. What did the Bulls just do with Derrick Rose? They just traded Derrick Rose, who was supposed to be their franchise player. No problems. They just got rid of him, and that was it. They traded him for literally a bag of dog shit. That's what they got back for him. Just nothing. They wanted to get rid of him, so they got rid of him. And that's what teams do. They use you until they can't use you anymore. Then they dump your ass. And when a player, hang on, when a player decides at his max value to get the max value and then go play where he wants to play, I have no problem with that because players get released. All you have to do is watch the show Hard Knocks. People get released every day on Hard Knocks. But when a good player wants to leave the team, this guy's a traitor, like that scumbag. I, I said this when they had the Cavaliers parade. I think I put it on Twitter or something. I said there's no owner who deserves a championship less than that scumbag Dan Gilbert who owns the Cavs. Do you remember what he said about LeBron when he left? I tell oh, you this. Ripped him shred. We're going to win a championship before LeBron does. He's a coward. He's a pussy. He could eat my balls. And then he put that <laughs> statement out. And, and, he he has, he has now all of a sudden. Oh, I want to thank you know LeBron didn't even thank him. LeBron hates him. He's the biggest scumbag ever. He should he shouldn't have been up there. He should have silently took the trophy. He shouldn't have been at the forefront of the parade holding the trophy. We did it. We did. No, everyone hates you, Dan Gilbert. You're a scumbag. Hey, oh, and and as the news keeps rolling in, I know we're going to move on from this, but I, I this and this is not official, but reports are saying that Dwayne Wade took $5 million less than he would have got from the Nuggets to come to the Bulls. Well, who wants to play so, for the Nuggets? <laughs> Think about that. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good point, but the Nuggets offered the him 52. Is, the man has arrived. The Nuggets offered the him about 50, $52 million, I think, over two years, so the Bulls probably offered him 47 
And the Heat offered him 40. And last note about Durant, because I think it's top of it, but everybody posted it six years ago when that whole LeBron thing went down and the super team became in Miami. Kevin Durant tweeted, I don't understand why guys are taking this when they should be competing against them, not joining them. And then he did it. You know why? Because the team who beat all the teams, except actually... Actually, Golden because State. He was on a team that was about to get beat, and then all of a sudden, it was exactly. the third. No, I know, but right. so that's a that's a bitch move. That's all I'm saying. But it the is, te- it is. No, if, it, if you're going to, I, I agree, Mason. If you're going to say that, you better back that up because that was highly publicized when he said that. I remember it was like, "Oh, Kevin Durant's a real man." Like he'll never, he'll like, he doesn't need stars around him, and he just went to a team that looks like twice as powerful as those Miami Heat teams. Well, the team that the team that eliminated them for the playoffs. I mean that. Right. But that Golden yeah, State team wasn't joint. a team that was put together. Golden State is a team that they built organically. Now, the team that won the championship, Cleveland, they brought in two hired guns, LeBron and Kevin Love, in the same season. So what what different is Golden State doing? Like I said, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is that if you're a player... You do what's best for you, and that goes for any company. Companies aren't loyal to anyone. Most, I'll say, I, I won't say all companies. Ninety-eight percent of companies will get rid of you when you're useless to them. Huh. Just if, like if you're, if you're good. just like if you're a player or if you work for a company, if you get a better opportunity, you always need to get what you're. See, they won't pay you what you're worth until you're wanted somewhere else. When's the last time any job that you've worked at where they just come up to you and say? Hey, Sam, you know, you're doing a really good job. Here's a $10,000 raise. They'll give you a $10,000 raise when you have another job offer because then you prove to them what your value was. Kevin Durant is a great player, so he has other offers. There's a lot of losers on. And by the way, look what the Bulls are doing to bring in D. Wade. Mike Dunleavy, who's been a solid player on the Bulls. Oh, the Bulls are just trying to unload Dunleavy at all costs. (laughs) Like, just look at that. As soon as they dump off Dunleavy and... It's a couple other players. We'll have plenty of room for weight. This is a guy who's been on the team for like five years. He's been one of their best players, a serviceable yeah, player, they're, not they're making reliable. that much money. Oh, they're going to dump him off to whoever will take him for anything just to get that some more true. dollars for weight. So that's the point. Never side with the teams. I don't care what team it is. Look what, hey, base, you know what the Thunder did before Durant left, right? They traded their beloved Sergi Baca. Sergi Baca was their third best player. They got rid of him like a piece of oh, garbage. That's right, I forgot about. They that. just traded uh, him without thinking about where'd it. Where did he go? Where did he go? Uh, I don't remember where they. I think they traded him to like or I forgot. I mean, I can look it up. But, I was it the Nuggets? I don't. I mean, I can look it up real quick. But regardless, yeah, no, no. I mean, like it's true. If you're if you're good enough to be the kind of athlete that can make that choice, but if you're going to be a guy who. Oh, the Magic. They're obviously oh, yeah, my Orlando. Okay. I want to I wanna compete against these guys like Larry Bird and Magic did. And then all of a sudden, when the uh, grass gets greener, you jump on a different lawn. You get called out for shit like that. That's all. But never, anyone listening to this podcast, never fall into that game. Because you're going to see, I see it all over Facebook. Durant's a coward, you see? He didn't do the right thing, you know? <laughs> he should have done right by them, you know? You know that? No, he shouldn't have done shit because they they drop everyone. They just dropped. They dropped their third best player like he was a piece of garbage. They trade him to Orlando of all teams. Just a shitty garbage team. The Magic. And and if if Kevin Durant breaks his knee and can't play again, the Warriors won't hesitate to drop that. Exactly. Exactly. 
So wait a second. So what about what is the thing to Miami Heat? Because isn't Chris Bosh effectively retired with his? No, he's not. He's not retired yet. He's it's just a situation that is being monitored, but they haven't made any decisions regarding that. Okay. He has a he has a gimp he has a gimp heart or gimp lung. I will. No, he's got he's got blood clots. Oh, the worst. (laughs) Yeah, it was really bad. They actually he wanted to play and they wouldn't let him last year. No, because the guy can freaking die, man. I mean, that's a yeah. No, no, I feel it. It's very saying, yeah. That's why I thought that he was basically finished because when they wouldn't let him play in the playoffs, um, I thought it was over. Let's go back. Let's just. I, I, I want to get off this in a second, but I just want to make a couple more points about this. Yo, hey. let's get off, brothers, because I just yo, got off. Yo, yo, let's get off, mom. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> so Pat Riley signed LeBron James. He had a big parade for him. Then when LeBron James left, he called LeBron James a scumbag, right? He said how much he loved Dwayne Wade, and then he completely ignored Wade the last three weeks when he was trying to sign Kevin Durant. The minute Kevin Durant signed that with the Warriors, then Pat Riley's like, our top priority, of course, is keeping Wade County intact. <laughs> when he didn't even talk to Dwayne Wade. He made it a point. Oh, yeah. uh, hey, dog, let me holler at you. Uh, just, just give me, give me, but a couple weeks. To, to, I, I, I'm just getting some shit together. I, I'm, I'm in the Upper Peninsula. You mind? You mind if I party a bit, Wade? Can we holler in but two weeks? But meanwhile, Riley was on the phones with Durant's people, trying to do anything he could, including probably dumping off yeah. Wade. How would they have kept Wade and Durant? That would have been trying almost to dump Wade's contract. Yeah, I'll, I'll do anything if you Kevin comes here. I'll do anything. Literally anything. So, so think about that. They treat players like shit. And, and, and you know what? It's kind of like this. When that chick married Hugh Hefner, I've always said, I don't feel bad for her. I don't feel bad for him. They're both getting an even deal. She gets the fame and money, and then he gets someone beautiful on those disgusting balls. So it's an equal trade-off. <laughs> he would never have that kind of woman on those balls. And she would not, a, a no talent woman like Holly or whatever. What's the new one? Um, I forgot her name, but I know who you're referring I to. I think it. it's Crystal. Hey, you're, the last guy, you're the last guy keeping up with Hefner. No, I know, but I'm just saying all, all these guys, like when women are with old rich guys, they're getting equal trade offs. You're getting the soggy balls and the money, and then he's g- giving up money, but he gets someone to pleasure those balls. So it's all equal, just like with players, great players. I don't feel bad for players either when they get released. It's part of the game. But but that being said, you can't always be on the side of the team. Oh, do the right thing. Orlando's been, or Oklahoma City's been your home. Do the right thing, Kevin. Don't be a coward. You know? He's acting like a coward, you see? You see that? Did you see that guy who put, he put his jerseys on Kevin Durant's doorstep? He's like, this is what we do here. We accepted you in our community, and we we, we gave you everything we could. Yeah, because he's an elite player, like and he's in a shithole. In Oklahoma City, please. Yeah, you're lucky you even had him. You're, how long was he in Oklahoma City base? Nine years. Too long. You're lucky you had him for nine years. I was going to say. He should have been there for four and out. He should have left after his rookie contract. Yeah. Yeah, especially since he thought he was jumping into Seattle, not Oklahoma City. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's right, Base. He was drafted by the Supersonics. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, he got screwed. You know that? <laughs> I bet if they were in Seattle, maybe he would have stayed because Seattle's actually a good city. 
Not Oklahoma. Yeah. And I'm sorry if anyone listening lives in Oklahoma City. I'm sure you're upset right now, but let's be real. I mean, <laughs> but I, I, agree. I do agree with you. I, I don't think it, I think it's so stupid when they when a player leaves and they they have a ceremonial like douchebag little story like an American flag T-shirt yeah. burning at the Durant jersey. Bye. It's like why would you burn merchandise? Here's the way I see shirt. it, man. We're gonna win a championship before the Warriors do. Yeah, right. The, here, here's what's gonna happen: the Warriors are gonna win like the next five championships. That's what's really gonna happen. Not the Oklahoma City Thunder with no good players, and no one's ever gonna go there ever again. You're gonna have to dress. Here's what. Here's what's on tap for you, yeah, Oklahoma City. They got very lucky with two great picks in Durant and Westbrook. I mean, and you know why they got those picks? Because they were complete garbage, and they got two really good picks. That's what's gonna have to happen. They're gonna have to go in the complete cellar for the next ten years. And maybe they'll get one or two elite players. Well, my point is, though, is that on those two picks, because those two guys are two of the elite level talent in the NBA, and that, that was homegrown talent. They really didn't get any free agents over the years. It was because of those two picks that usually those high picks don't even pan out. So they, they executed two amazing picks. Yeah. And that's not really the probability that happening again for Oklahoma City is very small. And what they they've already said that Westbrook is gone every next year. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's probably like holding him hostage. He already, he already said he's not going to entertain him in Oklahoma City when they were free. He, he's holding the GM by the collar saying, trade me to the Lakers now. You know I'm gone. You know I'm going to leave. Why waste man, time, he man? He put in a Bulls uniform. Oh, that'd be great if they traded Wade for Russell Westbrook. That's what the Bulls should do now. <laughs> they should trade Wade away for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> We'll do anything for us, bro. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll trade, trade Wade. Wade. <laughs> we'll trade you Wade and Rondo. Anything. And Butler as a coach and whatever else yeah. you want. That's what we'll, teams we'll do. Chicago Cub. That's how pathetic teams are. You think that they're these loyal teams? Hey, the Thunder have been loyal to Kevin Durant. They should be. He, on the <laughs> other hand, he in turn should be loyal back to the squad. No, they're working the phones. You don't think they were trying I to trade Durant? One. You don't think they were trying to get LeBron James for Durant at any cost? We'll give you, we'll give you Durant and Westbrook for LeBron. Anything. <laughs> These teams aren't loyal. You don't think Golden State's working wow. the phones trying to trade Steph Curry for LeBron? Of course they are. Oh, you know what? Uh, we love Steph, but you know I think LeBron would fit in better. We'll give you, we'll give you anything for LeBron. <laughs> And they're already offering Durant too. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I don't we, know if it goes quite like that. We have no problems moving Durant if the right deal comes across. <laughs> I don't think you just get a free agent that you just want the next best player and try to pedal him off in a day. <laughs> it's like it's like Gar Foreman said. All the Cavs for LeBron. He said the only untouchable player in NBA history is Michael Jordan. That's probably true. Everyone's up for grabs, even LeBron. You don't think if they oh, yeah. offer, you don't LeBron think if, the, grand, wait, right? hang on, hang on. You don't think if they offer Cleveland, if they offer Cleveland Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry, you don't think they would trade LeBron for him? LeBron and, Ke- I, I, and Kevin I say Love? No because, I say no because I think of the value LeBron brings to that franchise. I think of what, the, what the value he instills in that team, you couldn't replace with better players. It just doesn't matter. Here's the bottom line on all this. Stop defending the teams. It's cool. If, if, I, I understand. They gave him everything. They gave him the shirt off their own backs. <laughs> but they really didn't give him shit because they were they've been working believe me, they've been working the phones hardcore. Maybe not for that player, but they've been working the, they've been working the phones all season for because they thought he was I I guarantee they worked the phones on Durant all last oh, yeah. season. Oh, he's probably going to leave. Let's move him. Let's get rid of him. Who can we get? Let's bring James Harden back home. What's today? Today's July 6th, right? 
Yeah. Why am I still hearing fireworks go off? Like, what kind of an asshole is still shooting off fireworks? I say the exact same thing whenever, like, a sports team wins a championship. I'm like, did you save the fireworks for July 4th? Where did you get these from? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some people who always have fireworks in their garage. Like, they keep them stocked. That, that's ridiculous. Man. This is my kegerator. There's my fireworks. Here's my vape. Here's all my different tobaccos and chews. Here's my hard stuff. Uh, there's my there's my there's my bow and arrow. In the state of Illinois, it is illegal to have fireworks, and yet it looks like you know freaking Kuwait over here. Yeah, and nobody nobody does like all right. It's obviously illegal, but eleven o'clock we're going to take you to shit. No, they just. Three in the morning, sticks of dynamite blowing up everywhere. Yeah, base. It's also illegal. It's it's also illegal to bet on baseball. And I had the White Sox in the over yesterday. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. I think there's certain right. things they just turn their but head. When, but when you gamble, you don't make my windows freaking vibrate throughout the entire house. Well, not to mention a 15 minute drive over to Indiana. There's 75 fireworks shops. Oh God, yeah. This is big time fireworks. We got them all. <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder why a city like Chicago, okay, people go to, there's a hellhole right next to us called Indiana, and people will drive to this hellhole called Indiana to get cigarettes cheap, to get gas cheap, to get fireworks. There's a hellhole called Indiana. To, gam- on, to, to, ga- to gamble. <laughs> that's a little bit harsh. <laughs> the parts of Indiana that are close to Chicago, yes, those parts are a hellhole. Gary, Indiana, <laughs> yes, that's a hellhole. Um, those parts are a hellhole, Sam. Out yeah, of, you, I, you're not, you see, I play if poker. Somebody take a, if somebody could take it to the back of a pencil eraser and take out Hammond and Gary, the world would be a better place. <laughs> Hammond isn't bad because it's like right, it's on the tip of the expressway. So you can just get there. there. Yeah, you Indiana's can, produced a lot of celebrities. You like Axel Rose. Um, our very own Ryan Mano. Oh, Axel, too. That's and right. Ryan Mano, too. That's right. And Kevin, his brother, Kevin Mano. And Larry Bird. Even Ryan would admit that Indiana sucks. (laughs) He'll be on next week, and we'll ask him about Indiana. I'm sure where his parents live is nice. There's nice parts of Indiana, but the parts close to Chicago are hellholes, like Gary. Go to Gary. There's expressway exits that just end where you just fall off a cliff, and I'm not joking. And there's just a there's a, a tiny sign that says "Do not enter." If you don't see that sign, you'll just fall right off the cliff. It's like a like Wiley e. Coyote or something, like chasing the road. Control. But I don't I don't get why people are still. I, I I understand if you go to like Grant Park or like Navy Pier, or if you watch on TV, or if you go to the White Sox game and you see a professional fireworks show. But I never understood the asshole with a beer in his left hand. The other hand always is missing at least one finger, and he's lighting uh, hes lighting just, like, shitty fireworks in a beer bottle. Like bottle rockets. Yeah! Yeah! And they do that for hours, and he's, all and he's night. constantly walking around with a sparkler in his hand, looking to light something else. Yeah, what else can I light? Just light it off my, light it off my cigarette, and they put their mouth right by the firework. Oh, yeah. That's yep. that move. The M80 guys, they throw yeah. it in the garbage can. Woo! Like what, I, I don't get and the guy. The guy's always shooting Roman candles out of their ass in taint. 
Like they always have it, or, or they pretend like it's their penis and they're always shooting it and it always backfires and hits them in the balls. <laughs> Those guys. They're like the guys who have, you know. <laughs> I gotta start watching fireworks here, Dan. What um? What was Jason Pierre Paul? What was his vice? What what blew his hand off? Was that M eighties? I think it was like an M eighty or something. Yeah, I think so too. Smart, real smart. He's probably like, work out through it, work out through it, work out through it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> or somebody probably went, yo, go log. Yeah. Wasn't he like on a boat too? I don't know. They're probably like, yo, man, don't don't release it too soon because they'll go right in the water and the wick go out. <laughs> don't release too soon. He's like, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> ah, snap! <laughs> <laughs> if you blow your hand off with fireworks, you deserve it. Like, it's just karma for your... It's almost like... Your stupidity has caught up with you over the years. Because that wasn't your first bad decision in life. You've made a lot of other bad decisions if your hand gets blown up by a firework. How come I've never managed to have my hand blown off? How come I have ten fingers right now? You don't get it, man! We like to... We're Americans, man! You don't get it, man! We have to celebrate! (laughs) I still don't understand people that. Why is that a, a way to celebrate the Fourth of July to replicate cannon blowing down? Yeah. Where <laughs> every veteran would will randomly have a flashback thanks to the M80s going off. <laughs> this is how we party. We get real fucked up and we blow off explosives, man. Yeah, and then they cheer after each one. It's kind of like th- it's kind of like this. I could go to the park and watch a bunch of drunk assholes play softball, right? And it's a horrible game, right? They they suck. They're slobs. Or I could go to Wrigley Field and watch the Cubs, or I could go at U.S. Cellular and watch the White Sox. I prefer a professional experience. Watching some asshole in the alley shooting off bottle rockets is like the beer softball league, and that's not fun. I want to see the professionals. I want to see a professional fireworks show because those are cool. Those look good. It's kind of like when you go to watch that softball game and every 10 minutes you hear somebody scream because they blew their fingers off somehow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're always, like, if you watch those softball games, they're always, like, pulling up, like, you know, I just, you'll always see somebody bust an ankle or Ah! injury. I knocked another tooth out. (laughs) I broke my other wrist. (laughs) Like, when you hear fireworks going off in an alley, you're guaranteed every 10 minutes to hear somebody scream and then an ambulance go in that direction. <laughs> I pulled two hamstrings. <laughs> oh, I have alcohol poisoning sliding into dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, did you? what did you think of the Guns N' Roses concert? I wanted to bring that up because we Guns N' Roses uh, were in Chicago. Was excellent. It was a great show. Was it the greatest concert you've ever been to? No, I, I wouldn't say that, but it was it was a it was a very important show for me because it was um, you know it was the one band that it was the first ever CD I bought was the Guns N' Roses as a kid. It was the one band I always had. I had to see Axel and Flash together on stage, so it, it meant a lot to me to see it. And it was you. We had such great tickets. We were literally we were literally in the front row. We were basically in the front. 
front row, yeah. And because um, we, we had these pit passes, and, it was just a great show. I mean, they 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 put on a hell of a show. It was almost three hours. Um, they sound great, so I really enjoyed it. I. I I, I do think the one thing that you always do is you. I feel like every other show you go to is always the greatest show you've ever seen. You no, not lot, really. So. I can't remember the last time I said you, that. Actually, are you saying that about this show? Here, here's my my top concerts ever, and and we've been to hundreds of concerts, probably right, or at least a lot. Sure. Since oh. we've been going to concerts since we were thirteen, nonstop. And I would say my it's in the top three. The other two in my top three are Rage Against the Machine at Alpine Valley. Which was just crazy, and then the first time I saw Kiss, because it was a re- the reunion show, and I was really close, and it was awesome. So it's in it's probably in my top three ever. I would have to say this would have to be your number one. I'm willing to believe that the minute the concert got over, you just your jizz was hitting the stage. It, it was. I mean, it could have been. It could have been number one, and Bass had tickets, and he didn't even go. Is that right, Bass? Stop it. I had I had tickets to the second show on Sunday and I had to play. Bass. See ba- bass always believe it. I ba- bet you were a fan, bass. He's not I am, but my wife had to work in the morning on Monday. She was playing him for a radio show and somebody had to put the little guy down. You should have had your mom bass. watch him. You can't have your mom watch the kid while your wife is sleeping at home. That's bass, you're officially a grown up. Uh, it's called taking. It's called being an adult, fellas. You, sometimes you gotta just do it. Yeah, it didn't feel good because let me tell you, I, I had to keep off social media because every jag bag was posting a picture of a uh, slash with a guitar on it. <laughs> so going, Here's sweet child of mine, and it's like a really shitty recording of you can barely hear yeah. the uh, the opening chord. We even, we even saw uh, John Levy there. We saw your yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said he saw Ava a mile away. Yeah. yeah, if you Somebody go, was there, if um, you follow me on Facebook at Abe Cannon or on Twitter, I put up a ton of Facebook live videos where I was talking to like these right. drunk women and stuff. That was that was funny. You <laughs> you said you wanted to suck Axel's ass. Yes, yeah, like, I want to suck Axel's ass. <laughs> so if you want to see, those- but usually when I see videos like that, like when people have like somebody like that, they don't know where to go with that person. There couldn't have been a better person than Abe Cannon filming a lady that right off the opening bat. <laughs> yeah. She wants to suck act. I mean, right there, there, you're like, oh, sweet, it's Abe recorded this. We're going to get even further. Well, here's the problem. When people do live videos, like you said, number one, they don't know where to go with it. I don't just start filming. Like, someone, will, someone would be at the Guns N' Roses concert, and they would just film, like, uh, waiting for Guns N' Roses to come out. All right, I'm here at the Guns N' Roses concert. It looks like they'll be out in about 29 minutes. Um, there's people around. It's quite the party, uh, and they don't know what to say. I only started filming when I saw assholes like that drunk woman who wanted to eat Axel's ass. That's when I decide to go live, when I see those kind of people. You know, when, yeah, we, when, awesome. when, when Guns N' Roses first hit the stage, I made a live video. I mean, that's when you do it. It's not just... You don't just start filming. Oh, uh, so here's the bathrooms at Soldier Field. Uh-huh. Yep, they're the same as last time. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, we're having a good time here. It's great. Was it? You probably didn't get this as much as me, base, but I swear every asshole asked me for free Guns N' Roses tickets. I bought. First of all, I bought tickets. 
I paid. I joined a fan club for eighty dollars to be able to get tickets. That's awesome. Okay, so all these people were begging for tickets, and, and it's like, hey, could you hook it up? Why don't you just buy them? I said the second show didn't even sell out, and then they sent out links for like half price tickets. Yeah, I could well, not the believe thing the is, well, but the thing you is, you host it, was, the it was actually pretty disgusting. What's that, base? I said you host a show on the weekends where you're constantly giving away tickets, so you get that. Luckily, my radio. I'm also on the morning show where we gave that. away pit passes all week, but that doesn't yeah. mean. But so what? That doesn't mean. So okay, so if you work at Walmart and you you have. Uh, you have 45-inch TVs. Does that mean that I have to have free ones to give away? Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I, wanted to, if I wanted to even ask somebody if you know, to get a free TV, I would start with you. That's true. Did you guys <laughs> notice that the people who hated Guns N' Roses, or were, were, I, I feel like some people just make negative comments just to make them. Like some guy said that Slash looked like Rocky Dennis from Max. <laughs> Like, he doesn't look like Rocky Dennis, and like, what do you? And they're complaining about the way yeah, Axel. What do you I want Axel, Axel to look like? Like Rocky Dennis and Flash. <laughs> but what do you want? What do you want Axel? Axel looks pretty bad, by the way. Not really, though. He's fifty-four years old. What do you want him to look like? Well, he, he, well Flash is like he just rolled out of bed. He, he looks like you can't even tell that guy is like in his sixties. He's only fifty. Flash looks, Flash Flash looks about for stage, Axel looks about my weight. No, he, he looks, doesn't. He looks, like, he looks like the grandfather of Axel Rose. See, I I disagree. I, I think Axel's had a couple of bad facelifts. I think that's what it is. Because he doesn't look he doesn't look natural. His face looks really odd. That's true. Don't forget, he has that Indiana face. Mm, I think he's had a lot of work done, it, and it wasn't good work. And it's something with his hair too, right? He has like weird hair now. He has, he has really odd hair now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably because he went bald at one point. No, he had, like, dreadlocks at one point. Oh, that's right. That was probably fake, too. You know, it's one of those things I feel like with rock stars, it's weird because, especially if you're an 80, if you're an 80s rock star, I think you just have to maintain that long hair, like, yeah, by hell or high water, you have to have it. Unless you're like Bono and you could pull off a more contemporary look, or like David Bowie or something. Yeah, but Bono Bono never had, like, that, those locks. He had long hair, I mean, like, 80s, like, I mean, like, the, you know, the, the, the 80s rock scene in, like, the Rainbow in Hollywood. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, Molly yeah, like Molly Crew. Crew yeah. Those bands. Like, you have to have long hair. I, I could not imagine Axl Rose with a buzz cut or, or, or Vince Neil or, or uh, Brett Michaels. I mean, those guys, that's part of their persona. Yeah. Or, like, David Coverdale. <laughs> like Splash. I mean, I bet that hair is connected to the hat at this point. I haven't seen him without the hat on in 20 years. No, I've seen him without a hat on. I'll just say that it's not natural for a group of four men who you saw when they were 20 to all have long flowing locks at 55. That's just not <laughs> natural. That's, 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 not how, that's not how groups of men work. If there's four men that you know at 20, at 55, one will still have hair. Yeah, yeah I agree. One, one will look like Billy Joel. <clears throat> Fat, bald. <laughs> No, three will be. Good G. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was at Jimmy John's for lunch today, and there was a fat guy wearing, you, you know those mesh shorts that you wear? Like they're uh, almost like basketball, basketball shorts? Yeah. But I guess 
I don't know what was up with these because when I wear mesh shorts, isn't it like two two sheets of mesh next to each other to make it like thicker? Yeah. Okay, so this guy's shorts, and he was standing right in the sun because you know Jimmy Johns has a glass window, like just a huge window. The sun was shining in on his mesh shorts, and I was able to see everything. <laughs> it was like, it was it looked like he was wearing like a fish fishnet shorts over white briefs. Like <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> like it didn't have that. It didn't have enough mesh to it. It was it was literally did one. It, did it one, ruin your appetite? I mean, did I kept you, uh, I kept did, eating. Did you give back the other uh, bootleggers stuff you ordered. The Hunters Club I, I was eating, but. It was one thin layer of mesh and then white briefs underneath, and he was humongous and disgusting. So if you're fat and you're buying mesh shorts, just make sure that there's enough. Maybe wear two pair or something. You know what's interesting about a guy probably that size? He probably wears that exact same outfit when it's like 30 degrees. Exactly. Fat guys never wear pants. They always wear shorts. They always wear shorts. Is it because they're, someone told me it's because their balls are always like soaked. Just because they always need to keep ventilation in their balls and everything. I think it's just because they're so freaking big and they just don't feel cold. I've always said this, too. They they love showing off their calves. Oh, yeah. So the muscle. Yeah, because that's the with the tattoo they always have, like a heart or something, or like some kind of flag or a gun or something. <laughs> or some kind of logo, some, stu- some stupid logo, barbed wire. The barbed wire. Yeah. So like a shield or something. <laughs> Something stupid. <laughs> yeah, I just got some more ink done on my other calf. Check it out, boys. The Budweiser logo. But I didn't realize. I, I I always thought that mesh shorts were a lot thicker. But this was just one small. It was almost. It looked like fishnet stockings. Almost. It was so thin. It was like see-through shorts on him. Isn't that a mistake if you're overweight to wear them like that? I would think so. Because you have a lot going on. I would think leaving the house for any reason while wearing my shorts for that exercise reason would be amazing. When you're overweight, you have a lot going on in your in your abdominal area and your your ass and taint and ball area. And to just have the white briefs. I mean, just if, if you're if a, a huge guy's wearing white briefs, there's all kinds of stuff going on underneath those briefs. There's there's spillage everywhere. You don't know no, what everything is. No, but I'm saying, like, there's just, like, a bag. Sometimes, I mean, there's just a lot going on. So to just wear mesh shorts that are see-through, where I get to see those briefs, isn't a good idea. No. So, if that guy's listening. I do feel like I do feel like you have an odd obsession with men's undergarments, so I will just toss that out. <laughs> oh, speaking of Jimmy John's while I was there. Why do they disrespect you when you want to drink water at all fast food places and give you that little Dixie cup to get water with? You're right. There is it is like a vicious look they give you when you go and can they get a cup for water? No, it's not like, that. They give you like a, a, a two ounce cup. They give yeah. you like the, the cup that the dentist gives you to rinse your mouth out. <laughs> That's honestly the size they give you. Oh, here, here's a water cup. It's like, here, asshole, enjoy the free water. But in order to enjoy that free water, you're going to have to get up 10 times. And then sometimes I'm like, well, can I just have a medium glass? Oh, you got to pay for the cup then. Okay, asshole. I'll keep getting up. I just spent 
twelve dollars on a sandwich. And a <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Could, oh, could I have five? Okay. Can I have five of those Dixie cups then? <laughs> so I don't have to. There's nothing worse than having to keep getting up to refill your water cup. Yeah. If you fill up your water cup and you drink it by the time you get back to your table, you got Yeah. Honestly, you're right. I never have any water when I get back to the table. And it's literally a nine-step walk to get from the machine to the yeah. table, and the water's always gone. And so then the I initial sip just to make sure you don't spill it everywhere. Yeah. So what I do now is I take a sip while I'm there and then refill it so that I at least have two sips of water when I sit down. You've created the base. Yeah. Sam, are you excited for the UFC 200? I am. I'm actually. I'm excited. I'm not as excited as I was about the Guns N' Roses show, but I, I am excited. I, I, I still feel like this card is not worthy of the, not worthy of what it was supposed to be. I feel like it's still missing a, a main event that would put it over the top. Because I think now that Brock Lesnar's on it, I think it's awesome. Wait, hey, yeah, are you going Yeah, I'm going this weekend to Vegas. Oh, that's right. Um, uh, what are you leaving? Are you leaving Friday? I'm leaving Friday, and then I have to be back Monday to do the morning show. So I'm going to fly in late Sunday and go right to work. Have you already called all the sports books and placed all of your bets all over this all over the strip? <laughs> <laughs> I have, you have I markers have, at all the casinos. I don't even know if it's it's worth betting on sports because I have like uh on my phone I could bet on sports. So I don't oh. I don't I don't really see I guess if you just want to get your money that day. Are you a buffet kind of guy or are you just at the McDonalds? What is what is an Abe look forward to food wise? You're not really Depends on the win, Dave. Depends on the win. Yeah. I'll probably, I, I might hit a buffet. I, I, I honestly, believe it or not, I don't like buffets because it's just being a slob. Just, I mean, yeah, but Vegas has like good buffets. Like, where you can go like upscale and get good shit. Well, I, yeah, that's what I want to go like to. You're going, it's not like yeah. you're going to like freaking uh, Golden Corral where there's like a 10 hour line for a chocolate pot, too. Yeah, if Dave and I were in Vegas, we would we'd be destroying those buffets. Well, oh well, yeah, God, but, yeah, but but that's my point though. I want to go. Okay, so I went to the BLT Steakhouse buffet, which is the greatest buffet I've ever been. Awesome. I posted pictures on on Instagram <clears throat> when I was there last time. It was literally all you could eat lobster tails. Now, that's some places they they always promise that. Like every buffet I've ever been to, the asshole I've been with always says they got it all here. All you can eat lobster. And then you walk in, they're like, oh, no, we don't have all you can eat lobster. And you already paid like $50. This yeah. literally is all you can eat. Probably the best lobster I've ever even had. And my first order of business when I got there was three lobster tails. Then I ate two more. I had five lobster tails at this buffet. So it's like 90 or or $100. But to get five lobster tails, and then they also had like filet mignon, lamb, if you like crab legs and all that disgusting amazing. shit, they have that. So that's have you, been to, have you been to Vegas with Abe before at any point? Uh, I'm trying to. I've never been with Abe. I've been to Vegas yeah, a bunch. I've, been, I've definitely been there with who he's going with. Yeah, I've never gone with Abe. You may have, but you may you may have forgot because you don't see him. Like when you're in Vegas today, <laughs> he disappeared. Like I don't know what he does if he goes to like secret like poker rooms or. He's part of some like secret gambling society, but you don't see when you're out in Vegas with Abe. You only see him when you when you land. And well, that's because I'm gambling. You don't board. gamble. 
You play Before like departure. you'll put a twenty in a slot machine and be like, "Oh, that's it for me for the day. Back up to the room to read my books." Well, he, he's like he's an addict, man. I mean, he's like not when you an put addict. A, when you put an alcoholic like you know on like you know Bourbon Street, like you just pick him up when he's done drinking at the end of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm, first of all, I'm not an addict. If you're in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world, you're not going to gamble. What, crazy? What, what what do you consider to be an addict? Yeah. An addict is someone, first of all, who spends money that they don't have. Also, it's people who spend well, big okay, money. Well, Jack, yes, you've done that before. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> we know but I gamble. I, okay, I, you're one for one. I gamble small. One for one. When I do, first of all, first of all, for the most part, all is I do is definition. <laughs> for the most part, all I do is play poker, which is a game. My point, though, Abe, is that. Okay, so yes, people gamble in Vegas, but when you're with <laughs> friends, you usually gamble with them. When you go to Vegas, you're like, oh, I'm going to go to this uh, game, I'll be back in an hour, and then that's Sunday, and then we see you on Wednesday. <laughs> so something <laughs> happens out there. I'm not saying anything about your, your gambling habits here. I'm saying what happens out there is very weird. Next you know he's in his underwear getting beat up in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Sam, you want me to sit there with you at like a roulette table where it's like uh, you and 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 the old women bust in from some home down the street. <laughs> hey, how do I do this again? Oh, Mrs. Childs, it's very easy. You put your chips on the number that you lay, and then if you win, you'll get thirty-five to win on your money. Since we're playing for pennies, you'll get thirty-five cents. <laughs> You're very good, Mister Sammy. Very good, Mrs. Giles. Giles. Very good. That's funny. Yeah, Sam. What do you want me to get? What do you? I'll play with you all day. But what do you? What do you want to do? I don't want to play slots with you. I'm not a big gambler, so I usually win in Vegas. I usually don't gamble a lot, so I usually always come out a couple hundred bucks ahead. Oh, D Wade. D Wade is hosting live with Kelly tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. Nice. That's breaking news. There's been a lot of news that has come out since we've been on this. this this conversation here, um, but I haven't been reporting it because I know everyone doesn't give a shit about Dwayne Wade. Yeah, that's what we're talking about Vegas now, which everyone yeah. cares about. The only place in and, and you know what I heard? I heard the hotel that I'm staying at is one of the things on ISIS's target list or something. Oh, great! great. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just hope, let's just hope nothing. Did that, did, did, did that deter you at all, or? No, because I feel like if they are... If it, was, you, it was only go why it was $19 for, for a suite. <laughs> exactly. That's right. But I, 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 I always say this. Like, when the Paris attack happened, everyone's like, I'm never going to Paris. I said, this is the best time to go to Paris. It'll never be more safe to be in Paris. There's going to be security everywhere. So if they anytime they threaten anyone, there's going to be security everywhere. So Vegas is probably a safe. Kind of idiot would say they would never go to Paris again because of one asshole. But I but you know what I'm saying they're like oh no, I don't feel safe there. You, you'll feel safer than you'll ever feel because there'll be feel tons of security. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago is so unsafe without terrorists. Wait till we get terrorists. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel like Paris. Paris with terrorists is probably way safer than Chicago is in any given. We night. were unsafe before terrorism. <laughs> oh, there's one thing that I want to mention about Brock Lesnar. That, that's why I brought that up. I said this before with the gorilla, but I literally I was thinking about this. If you gave me a chainsaw, I wouldn't fight Brock Lesnar. 
Like, I don't think I would win a fight with him if I was holding a chainsaw. No, no probably not. He's very strong. Because he would just charge in at me. Like, I, maybe I'd cut his leg off or something, but he'd probably kill me. Like, Even maybe. With one leg, he would kick your ass. You'd have to, like, take all of his limbs off. Like, I'd be afraid of him hopping at me with one leg. That's how afraid I am of him. <laughs> he's, like, the ultimate. He, he, he's like a gorilla. That gorilla. What was his name, Sam? Your boy, the one Harambe. they killed? He's like Harambe. He really is. He's the human equivalent of Harambe the gorilla. That's how afraid. He, he has a scary dude. I mean, I'm. I wouldn't fight Brock if you gave me like a ga- the John Snow Game of Thrones sword. I wouldn't fight him. I don't think I'd fight him Hilarious with a gun. Deal. I mean, if I had a gun, like a machine gun or something, and and he was at least twenty feet away from me, I'd be like, "Get your hands in the air, Brock! <laughs> get on the get on your knees! I'm not afraid to use this." And I'd be shaking because I wouldn't want to use it. I feel like that would be one of those nightmares that you have, like, when you're trying to fight somebody, and but you're the one moving in slow motion, and they're not. Exactly, dumb. yeah. I've yeah. had that before. And you're like, I got a gun. I'm going to shoot you, except I can barely lift my hand yeah. at this moment. He's yeah. picking me up for the F5 as I'm yeah. about to shoot. He's coming closer. Stay right there, Brock. <laughs> Stay right over there, 10 feet away. You cross that line, you're as good as dead. Understand? He keeps walking forward. God, I'd be so scared. Like, and, you, and we all know you would never pull the trigger. Exactly. I'd never pull a trigger on someone. Yeah. <laughs> Brock, I'm not afraid to use this. It's loaded. Let me show you to prove it. Actually, I am pretty afraid of it, but I still think I can do this. I'd be afraid to shoot the gun in the air just to show him that I'm for real. <laughs> this thing's loaded up, Brock. It's ready to go. It's ready to rock. <laughs> just keeps. He doesn't even. He doesn't even listen. He just keeps walking forward. Yeah. And then he finally <laughs> pulling it. Nothing but bubbles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wrong <laughs> gun. <laughs> uh, one last thing I want to mention, and this this happened to me today. Don't you hate people who text you and ask you questions of things they could just Google themselves? Yeah. Like for instance, yeah. hey Sam, when's the Guns N' Roses concert? Or like, hey, uh, um, <laughs> hey Sam, what's the White Sox record right now? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Let me let me Google it and tell you. Yeah. Did I tell like, you? I don't watch baseball. Let me Google it for you. Did I tell you that this car? I, I don't know why. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or not. I was. Did I talk about the women who asked me where Garrett's popcorn was? Have I talked about that? No. All right. So I left work, and this car of like older women, they're like. Excuse me, where's Garrett's popcorn? And I said, well, there's one in the Merchandise Mart right down the street there. And she goes, this must be one on Jackson. And I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. You know where where it is. And I'm like, well, let me look on my phone. And I actually looked on my phone where Garrett's popcorn was. And then I I looked up, and then I told them how to get there. Couldn't, why did I do that? Like, why did I feel like I should do that? Because when they're older women, they don't really know technology. Like my mom no, there were some young, there were some younger ones in the front who were no. like ignorant. Like, well, that shit was lazy. Yeah, like why couldn't they just check their phones? Because like, a, for some reason, when it comes to strangers or homeless people, you have a higher tolerance for them than people you actually know. <laughs> like if somebody you do, if I ask that is, that is kind of money, true, you would pay a fresh out of it. But if a homeless <laughs> guy goes, "Yo, man, you got any yeah. spare change?" You dump your wallet like Scrooge McDuck yeah. style and, and make it rain. <laughs> and go, I don't take care of my brothers. Who will? 
Speaking of that, there was a there's a smelly. It, I I don't know if he was slow or what the deal was, but he was when people were bench pressing, he was nodding his head and counting the reps, and he smelled really bad of, of bo. And he he came up to me. He's like, "Hey man, I can lift 185 pounds. I can lift 185 pounds. You want to see it? You want to see it? You want to see me do it?" So I actually let him work out with us, and then but then the smell eventually got to me. So I that minute of humanity ended. And actually, I had my towel on the bench, and when his head was on it, he had, like, longer hair. I just left the towel, and then I'm like, all right, here's what I want. And this is what I said. I'm like, here's what I want you to do now. I want you to do two more sets. I want you to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now, I want you to add 10 pounds each time. Now, we're going to go downstairs, but I want you to finish up these last two sets. And that set him up to, uh, you know, so that we could leave. But I thought that was very nice of me to try to show him how to work out a little bit. Not bad at all. So, base your your point is, you know, I was just agreeing with your point. Yeah, you're that, very you're very accommodating to complete strangers, but people you know, you're the worst. As Sam just texted us a picture of Dwayne Wade in a Bulls jersey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll wrap it up on that. It is it is it's hard it's hard to uh, have better news for us Chicagoans and D Wade coming to Chicago. So. We are we are very excited tonight. I, I, I want to be the first to welcome you. If you're listening to D Wade, I want to be the first to welcome you. I know I know D Wade gets a live stream of this podcast, so he, he's, he's probably going to start listening now that he's here. I know in Miami he didn't have time. So. I hope so. I know he's busy L I V I N in Miami, but yeah. Now, now that he's leaving Wade County and coming to Cook, <laughs> now that he's coming to prison. You know what the problem is <laughs> if you're if you're in the NBA. Being in a nice weather city is actually very beneficial because your season is during all the shitty weather months. Oh, yeah. So if you're in L.A. or Miami, it's like paradise for the NBA. Because like in the, base, in the baseball season, it doesn't matter where you live because you could live wherever you want during the cold months. And then during baseball season, it's hot out anyway. So for him to leave Miami and come to the worst, some of the worst winters in the country... He must really want to leave Miami. So for that, D Wade, I salute you, and we'll holler next week. Let him on, Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.